0: Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauling. True and lasting joy is only found in Jesus Christ and God has designed the Christian life so that those who follow Him will not only enjoy the destination, they can also enjoy the journey. You see, we're all travelers in this world and God has many wonderful truths to teach us along the way. For the next few moments, we turn our attention to the Word of God, the only roadmap for this journey. You'll find additional study helps and resources online at scottpauly.org. Join us now as we study the Scriptures together. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey.
1: Do you remember our word from yesterday? One word, that's all it was, a one-word sermon. Do you remember the word? It was the word, others. I wonder, have you been thinking about that word? Or maybe I should ask you, have you done anything with that word? Have you tried to apply the truth? It was Mr. Spurgeon that used to say, the sermon doesn't even begin until the application begins. So who cares that we've studied If we do not apply, who cares if we remember? If we do nothing with it, we're just hearers and not doers. Are you willing to live your life this day like Christ did for others? Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. We return in our study to Philippians chapter 2. And we've learned, first of all, that others need to be evangelized. Let's begin by witnessing and sharing the gospel with others. But not only do others need to be evangelized, now we learn that others need to be esteemed. In fact, the Lord Jesus gives us an example of this in Philippians chapter 2, when He made Himself of no reputation. (laughs) Look, did He deserve to be esteemed? He's the Son of God. The Bible says He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. And yet He sacrificed all of that. Why? Because He esteemed our souls more important. He esteemed our needs more pressing. Think of that. What a life lived and sacrificed for others. That's what the followers of Christ are to do. They're to esteem the needs of others around them. That's why Philippians 2 begins this way. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies... "...fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind." And then it says, "...let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others." You see, one of the great temptations in our life is to think that our needs are the most important needs, and that our thoughts are the right thoughts, and yet the mind of Christ is to look on the needs of others. Do you remember in Romans chapter 12, we know those first two verses so well about presenting our bodies and not being conformed to the world, but if you read on to Romans 12 verse 3, the Bible says, For I say through the grace given unto me, To every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. According as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. What is he saying? He's saying don't think highly of yourself. Think highly of others around you. Don't imagine yourself most essential, most important. No, look at the needs of others. Think of the contribution of other people. Think what a wonderful blessing this would bring in every home if every husband, every wife, every child lived for others. Think if in a church family, what unity, what, uh, what one mind and one accord would be found if every member of that body wasn't thinking about themselves. May I read a portion to you from Philippians chapter 2, later in the passage? The Bible says, "...Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure." That's an amazing verse. The Bible doesn't say we're working our salvation. It says we're working out the salvation that He's worked in. God has worked in your heart and in your life. It ought to show up in the way you live every day. How should it show up? Oh, read on. Verse 14, Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Can I tell you what will kill murmuring? Can I tell you what will put to death criticism and gossip? Can I tell you what will stop arguments and disputings and division? One thing, esteeming others better than ourselves. And why should we want that? Well, verse 15 says, "...that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain." Paul said, if you will live your life like Christ wants you to live it, if you'll seek to minister to the needs of others if you'll seek to do all things without murmurings and disputings, when people look at your life, they'll see a blameless, harmless child of God. They'll see someone with such a testimony, they'll be attracted to the Christ inside of you. People want to talk about being a light in this world. Friend, that starts right where you are. It starts in your relationships today. It begins with your tone of voice, your response to others the way you treat others, the way you think of others. The Lord Jesus is trying to teach us that others need to be esteemed. And see, when we begin to live this way, it brings such humility, such unity, such blessing. Then the Lord can work through our lives to attract other people to Himself and bring other people into this family. I love the way the Apostle Paul makes it so personal. He says in verse 17, Yea, And if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do you joy and rejoice with me. What's Paul saying? He's saying, I'm trying to live this way. In other words, Paul wasn't telling them to do something he wasn't willing to do. Preachers should live what they preach. Would you pray for me today? Would you pray that me, that I would this day live for the needs of others around me. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. Paul is our great example. And more than that, Christ is our great example. Could we enter into a, to a covenant today? Could we make a commitment today and take a challenge today that this day, before this night ends, before this day comes to a close, we will say by the grace of God, we want the Lord to use us to minister to someone else, to meet the needs of others around us. And in doing so, we truly find joy on the journey.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Enjoying the Journey. The only thing that matters in this world and in eternity is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you have never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you repent of your sin and by faith take Him as your Savior? Friend, God loves you and Jesus died for you. He died for your sins and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. You do not have to journey alone. Jesus will come into your life to be your constant companion. Simply pray, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, God promises that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do know Christ as your Savior, He wants you to walk closely with Him. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. You may listen to today's Bible message again, as well as others in this series. Simply visit Scottpawley.org today for resources that will encourage your faith and equip you to take the next step for Christ. If you have made a decision today or would like additional help, we would love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia 25801. We will continue studying the Word of God together next time. And until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.